welcome to the Skeptic Wire. the 24th of April, 2013, episode 107 of, or actually 107, not 107, because the and implies a period <laughs> or a decimal place. So 107 of the Skeptic Wire. You've learned something already, everybody. I'm host, Gary Long. And that's the me. only thing you'll learn for the rest of the episode. Yes, yes. That's the only thing we're going to get even close to accurate. Well, where was I? Oh, yeah. With me this week. Are Donald Swafford. Hello, hello, hello. And Greg Perrine. Call me Sergio. Really? We'll get to that later. You don't look like a Sergio. Yeah, because I think I think you, you call me Sergio as well. I'm Sergio. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Sergio. <laughs> We're having a Spartacus moment. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Harpo. Say, I'm Sergio. <laughs> nope, nothing. Okay. Nothing. So how's everybody week? Uh, uh, ha- Day 1052 and Dog still has not spoken. I, I just had to log that for posterity. Okay. <laughs> or posterior? No, posterity. Post- yes, posterior is the licking part. So how's everybody's week going so far? Yeah, but enough about me. What about Harpio? Harpo. Harpio. Shut up. <laughs> you really want to be called Sergio, don't you? <laughs> Okay, taken from your silence, I guess we'll say it's been that great of a week. I've been writing. <laughs> working, I, working, working. I had a fun visit from family this weekend, so I got to spend time with my little baby nephew and brother and sister-in-law and all that fun stuff. Is that why this place is clean? A, as clean as it's been, as far as I can tell? <laughs> Why, yes. <laughs> I presume that he cleaned portions of this place that we don't see. Yes. Oh, yeah, he cleaned up the scum in the bathroom. It's a good thing. Yeah, was, I kicked was, was, was you that, out, Gary. Yeah, was that guy even paying rent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Donna? I went to a film fest. That's pretty much it, and I worked. Did you Did you cosplay at it? No. You cried at it. Cried at the film fest. She cried because films. other people were cosplaying. <laughs> no, right. like oh, you should not wear a Jabba's slave outfit, dude. Jabba the Hutt, maybe more in. Uh... No, <laughs> trust me. These were four films, and they were each just take your heart out, throw it on the ground, stomp on it a couple of times, and then hand it back for the next film so you can do it again. So this was like the pressing filmmakers guild of uh, yeah, pretty of much. <laughs> so was there a competition amongst the filmmakers of how many of the attendees they could get to commit suicide? I'm not sure about that, but I actually I'm really good friends with the filmmaker who was showing that night. I leaned over to him and I said, "Next time, write a fucking comedy." <laughs> <laughs> so when he gets up to do his Q and A, and somebody asks him, "You know, how do you get inspiration?" and he goes, "Well, let me tell you." Donna leaned over and said write a fucking comedy and no i'm doing a movie that's going to make these seem like a trip to disneyland and i'm all like <laughs> fuck you cedric fuck 
you. <laughs> I just realized that my whole idea of running a competition to see how many people you could get to commit suicide would not work because of the order of the films. You would have to have separate theaters and show all four films of four different orders. And they all have to, yeah, to, yeah. There's, to there's really, really no quantify control. it. Yeah. yeah, there's no control so, group for that. Yeah, I'm just a horrible science experiment. And the suicide is bad, too. <laughs> You're right. The science. The science is horrible. We can't do that. <laughs> Not in that yeah. way. The logistics <laughs> won't work. Forget the ethics. But one of the films that I saw is one that I helped on, and it actually took the Platinum Prize at World Fest in Houston and then took some awards here at QFest here in San Antonio. So congratulations to my friend Cedric Yay. for a job some, well done. Stole some silver silverware from the pantry and this other house and, you know, took a cigarette lighter. No. No, not funny? Okay. Is this a cat burglar joke? Well, I'm she said it, it took the metal and taken stealing and it's funnier when I explain it. Yeah, no. You missed the sarcasm. No, no, the chasm was there. <laughs> <laughs> we just couldn't jump it. <laughs> we refused to cross. Moving on. Do we have a birthday? Yes, we have a birthday. A spectacular birthday of a living person. Yay! Yay! Gary is very happy about that. I am. Born April 24th, 1934. Oh, so they are in the process of living a long, full life. Oh, yes. Very long, very full. This so person is... 80-something Something like that. It's not listing it on the on the printout that I have, but yes. Yes, we just had an extended conversation about horrible movies. Um, that will probably be cut and maybe put at the end, maybe not. Special feature for people who give us $100. I don't know. Ooh, good point. Ooh. It just so happens that the person whose birthday it is today... Is an actor ah. in movies, um, uh, fantasy movies, um, and not like fantasy movies, but you know, uh, sci-fi, more more drama. Christopher Lee, no, more did a lot of stage acting. Was part of the kind of studio system for a while. Um, I have a feeling I know who it is. Uh, was also, he in Star Trek? <laughs> I don't think is so. It male, but, spe- male. but kind of spacey. Oh, I did not say male or female. Gary assumed it was a male. Oh, mm. I, I've got it. Shirley MacLaine. Yes, it is. Oh, crystals. Yes, she's a fine actress. Has won Golden Globes, uh, Academy and Awards, and enemies, Emmys. She did the movie The Apartment, and in terms of endearment, amazing, amazing thing. But she's um nuttier than a fruitcake. Fruit yeah, blazing reincarnation. Which is funny because it's a fruitcake, but apparently it has nuts in it. Am I missing something there? No, just I, I had no response. <laughs> yeah, yes, she's big on everything from UFOs to astrology to numerology to sacred sites to dreams and prophecies. Crystal. She believes UFOs are star beings. She quoted once as saying that uh, star beings fear that we are destroying our planet and that we will have an effect on the entire cosmos through our Earth's ionosphere. Hmm. I, I get I get the first part of that destroying the planet. I agree with that sentiment. Uh, without the aliens or the space beings, star beings, star beings. Yes, she believes she has seen spaceship UFOs. She says she has not been abducted, but she has seen them from her hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> this is a person who doesn't look up at the sky enough 
to find out to understand is, is yeah that, oh, there, there was some that article works. i think it was like io9 today that said something like these are the three most common clouds that are mistaken for ufos lenticular clouds being the first one I would stuff imagine. like that yes but as Donna said, her biggest thing is reincarnation. Some of the people who she believes she has been reincarnated from, a Turkish harem girl, a Hebrew slave, a prostitute that was put to death by beheading, an Egyptian princess. She believes that at one point her daughter was her mother and she was her daughter's daughter. Yeah, that makes sense. Because uh, supposedly in reincarnation, your family's, you're stuck yeah, with your family, your family for all of fucking eternity. Yes. So it's like that. Uh, Pardon my language. That Sky Atlas film kind Cloud of. Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas, thank you. And uh, I'll just end up with apparently one of the nuttiest things that she has said. She believes her dog okay. has been reincarnated and is the reincarnation of the Egyptian god Anubis. Oh, so gods are real. Apparently. <laughs> yes, but see here, at least she's going Egyptian princess. She's not like, oh, I was Cleopatra. She doesn't go that way. Because yeah. apparently. Everybody was Cleopatra. Yeah. Okay. Everybody. Could be. Or Joan of Arc. Because they were what one or if, the other. I mean, there's more souls around now than there were back then. Like to the tune of 7 billion versus what, maybe 10 million, 20 million people in yeah. the entire world back then. So it could be that all of the souls back then split. And so there could be a whole bunch of people who were Cleopatra, like someone was their, her toe. So what you're saying is, is that Cleopatra practiced horcruxes? Yeah. I don't understand how an Egyptian god could come back as a dog, as an actual dog. How does a god go to dog status? But Anubis is the jackal-headed god. But it's a god! So it's already part animal anyway. It's a god. I get your point. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe that's what her, let's just, for lack of a better term, call it an explanation might be. Uh, sure. Assertion. Okay. We'll just go nope. with it. So, born Shirley MacLaine Beatty. Um, apparently, I didn't know that she's the older sister of Warren Beatty. I, I had no idea until today. Um, uh, I but didn't she know goes, until now. goes by Shirley okay. MacLaine and was named after Shirley Temple and is a and pretty, John pretty neat. <laughs> Hippie Kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> that surprised me. Pretty good actress, but crazy, crazy, crazy woo meister. Helped by people who are crazy, crazy woo meisters like Oprah, because yeah. she's written several books about her spiritual reincarnation, whatever beliefs. But and... I like to, it, it's good to point out people's beliefs don't necessarily affect the way that they function in society. Like mm -hmm. Tom Cruise, batshit crazy too, pretty good. He's a pretty yeah, good actor. He's an excellent actor. Just don't listen to him in an interview, yeah. and you're good. Well, I, I believe. Uh, well, with the exception of that Mission Impossible two movie that nobody yeah, talks about. Yeah. Well, Tom Cruise was. I, I think it was just point. on the Daily Show, and he seemed normal, normal, friendly, and and he I, is. And yeah. As far as, so, as he comes he across, he is as, quite as long as you don't talk about his wooey, ADD, his wooey stuff, his wooey stuff, and or or things like psychiatric drugs. Just ADD. talk to him about film. You, yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on because we really don't know Tom Cruise personally or anything. Or Shirley MacLaine. Maybe we did in a past life if Shirley MacLaine was right. <laughs> but probably not. Which is the theme of this podcast. Probably not. Yes. Yes, indeed. Donna! Yes. Speaking about probably, however, what probably do you have not. about <laughs> Sadiba? Australopithecus oh. Sadiba. Thank you. Uh, writer for Scientific American actually came out today 
and said that this was probably one of the most important anthropological finds basically in human history. Why should we listen to that person? I don't know. It's just really need to see a a well-respected science magazine come out and say, this find is that important. They are actually ranking it above Finding Lucy, above mm-hmm. Finding the Florensis Hobbit in Indonesia. They're saying... This is it. This is that big. So it was really kind of neat to see mainstream science media. Besides us. Yeah. Say that it's an awesome find and it's great science. I was quite happy to read that this morning. You would say that we kind of led Scientific American. We were there first. I would say that, but... I'm sure they would argue the other way. Yeah, yeah. They've been it's it's on difficult enough comparing ourselves to other skeptical podcasts. So I, I want to take that as a win that we said it was awesome before Scientific American. Okay. We'll, well done. We'll give you that one. So, Greg, we're going to bring back an old friend this week. Yes. Uh, we're trying to at least. So what do you say? <laughs> That's a good title. I like that. I threw that one out like months ago and you were like, no. Really? Yeah. I must not yeah. have been listening to you. <laughs> I don't think more. anybody listens to anybody on this podcast. <laughs> what? Yep. That's what I thought. So uh, an old feature and a good feature that we've had on the show is recommending a website for you all to go out there and take two minutes of your time and rate them with the Web of Trust web rating tool, which is a plug-in to any browser you have out there, Explorer, Firefox, all the the major ones. I don't know if they do Netscape anymore, but um, <laughs> AOL. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you you basically go to the site, and you'll if you have Web of Trust installed, it'll tell you the rating that other people have given so far, and you can click on the little button that it shows in your browser from then on. You can go and rate the website on four categories of trustworthiness, vendor reliability, privacy, and child safety. And on the Web of Trust website that it brings you to when you decide to do a rating, it'll explain what those four categories are. So this week's What Do You Say is NowTheEndBegins.com. All one long ranty word, which makes sense because this is one long ranty conspiracy theory website. Woo! Specifically with a Christian nation bent to it. So there's a lot of things. Uh, the most recent one that's been passed around a lot on Facebook lately is Barack Hussein Obama will be the last president of the United States. Because we're changing the name from, of United States to... I haven't read it too well, but it's a lot of talking about, well, Boston was a false flag operation... And it's proof that the fascist state is taking over. But there's a lot of stuff about satanic religious cults in Hollywood and (laughs) Obama's defense of Islam and UN nation chief talks about the Pope. And it's like putting them all together, isn't it? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's very religious in its nature and insisting that the United States is a Christian nation, but also a very kind of the United States is going to turn into a martial law state. And that's evidenced by the SWAT teams running around Boston showing that nobody has any rights anymore and blah, 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 well, blah. Well, that, that particular one has more of a likelihood to come to pass than anything else they have so far you have mentioned. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but not not nationwide, just in certain cities. There's There's always that balance between having to not take liquids on an airplane versus, come on, really... Yeah. There's always that back and forth, and, you know, there's Patriot Act stuff. There are things to drones. criticize the government about drones. Yes, exactly. But this just goes way off the deep end <laughs> and is also Christ and Jesus and 
the end times are among us and uh, yeah, any, isn't Team Tim Tebow such a wonderful guy? <laughs> any any valid points that may have slipped through their filter is destroyed by their cult-like behavior. Pretty much. Now, this is just my opinion of the website. I gave them a certain. Are, are you rate. just saying? Are you just asking questions? <laughs> what I'm communicating is that I gave a certain rating for this website, but you don't have to, dear listener, give any specific rating. You know, there are things like the privacy rating, which is, do they share your information with others? I honestly don't know, so I gave a neutral rating. But something like child safety, I gave a negative rating myself because I felt this kind of anti-science and fear-mongering is not good for children. And we'd also like to point out that even if you're not a deer, you can be a bear listener or a human listener or whatever, we would you like you to. <laughs> really stuck on this phrase for the last three weeks, Gary, get over it. It is a phrase. <laughs> Dear listener, wonderful listener. God. <laughs> so if you, if you, it would be great Absolutely. if you could go out, out there and use the Web of Trust rating tool to rate nowtheendbegins.com. <laughs> I like that. That's very me- mellifluous of you, voice-wise. Well, thanks, Craig. Well, on a happier note, I think that Happy. everybody here at the Skeptic Wire, along with most of our listeners, would like to congratulate Jeff Charbonneau of Zilla High School. He was recently named National Teacher of the Year. Um, he is a science teacher in a, a small eastern Washington town. Makes it easier. <laughs> um, he has started a robotics program at his school. He has also started AP classes at his school has really encouraged his students to... Not just AP classes, but AP classes that earn college credit. Yes. And that's cool. But he's done a lot for this small town and really wanted students to look at science in a different way and be excited about it. And obviously he's succeeding. So congratulations, Mr. Charbonneau. And to all the teachers that earned uh, best teacher certificates yeah, were, this past week. Yeah, there were several teachers that were listed also. He's the official National Teacher of the Year. Sweet. Cool. But speaking about science, yay, science. Australia just had a multi-year study having to do with the human papilloma, papilloma virus. Human papilloma. Why can I not say this? Human papilloma virus. Human papilloma virus vaccination and its effects. From 2004 to 2011, they kept good records. From 2004 to 2007, there was no vaccine administered to uh, people, I guess it was, what, between 14? or 12 to 26. And uh, girls, females, between. Do you want to rephrase all that? (laughs) (laughs) Let me do this again. So Australia did a multi-year study between... 2004 and 2011 of girls who were vaccinated for the human virus (laughs) and uh, between the ages of 12 and 26. And between 2004 and 2007, the vaccine wasn't administered. But then from 2007 to 2011, it was administered. And there was a very large decrease in one of the uh, HPV's symptoms symptoms of, of genital warts. Quite a significant difference. For example, overall, there's a 59% decrease in warts between all groups. Men dropped 39% genital warts. And that's pretty good considering that men were not vaccinated. Yes. So this is called herd immunity. 
on the, on the women's side, uh, before under the age of 21, so 12 to 21, there was a 93% drop in warts. 93%. That's but, and, pretty damn good. Yeah, between 2007 and 2011. And then between 21 and 31, there was a 71% decrease. But over 30, there was not a significant decrease at all. But, my, my assumption is that when you're that younger age of, say, 12 to 26, that first age group that they studied, you're less likely to have already been exposed to HPV. Yes. And then as the age group went up, you were more likely to have already been exposed to it before you got the vaccination. Right. 30 and up, you've had sex. Yes. Probably. And there's a, there's a significant portion of the the adult population, of, especially here in America, that is just living with HPV. They don't have a lot of flare-ups or anything like that. They're just carriers. And so a lot of these women probably were. It's a great example of when we started giving the vaccination in 07, all age groups declined, but the earliest who were less likely to have been exposed were even more likely to not have the genital warts. So it's right. it's open and shut. The vaccine worked. Well, for the indicator of warts, because the mm -hmm. problem is that H that the cancer that HPV causes doesn't show up for 20 to 30 years. So we're really not going to know for about 20 to 30 years whether or not the vaccine it works, carries it all the way through. It may be possible that the vaccine reduced the severity of infection with HPV, which means they're not having flare-ups and war and warts, but right. may eventually develop. Some of them may still develop cancers. What yeah, you think right. might might happen? We don't know if cervical cancer is yet affected by the HPV vaccine. It's fixing a symptom, uh, fixing it well. So mainly it's kind of hiding. But the, the symptom problem. is a really good well, indicator of whether or not they've been infected as with far the as virus. We know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether, I'm choosing whether... to be optimistic here. That no, doesn't no, no, happen yeah, very often on this podcast. Yeah, this so. is true. This is true. Yeah, I'm I'm being the downer here. <laughs> well, I, I'm being the skeptical because we, we don't know whether it fixes the cancer or whether it stops the cancer. Anyway, there's all kinds of things. But it's very know. good it's about <laughs> it's very good about deterring an STD, which is always good. Absolutely. Which is right. why in some of these articles that they talked about that reproducing this effect in other places like, say, the United States, where the whole issue of whether or not to vaccinate in the first place because it's a sexually transmitted disease yeah, right. would mean that it's going to be harder for us to reproduce those results because we have fundagelical nutbags. But we can probably see between the groups that do get it, they're fairly separate as far as social groups. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to say is is that what we will Maybe. probably see before we see a downtick in cervical cancer, hopefully that's what we see, is HPV is also known to cause anal cancer in, in gay men, throat cancer in straight men. It, there are a variety of other cancers that HPV does cause. We will probably see those downtick in Australia before we see the cervical hmm. cancer. But they may have the same almost incubation time yeah we're not sure how long it takes the human papilloma virus to develop into cancerous oh, cells right, right yeah but take that australian vaccination network network people who by the way has their disclaimer up on their website <laughs> good yeah how many we how many... don't know what the fuck we're talking about yeah. uh, i'm wondering how many of these kids or teenagers or young adults got autism because of this vaccine. Oh, none. No. According to Michelle Bachman, they're not getting autism. They're just going into complete vegetable status. Remember? 
she i've lost track of all the nutty things that michelle bachman has said yeah no she was talking about specifically the gardasil vaccine and how some woman came up to her and my daughter you know no names and no proof she just took it on on on, on faith alone (laughs) so the vaccine seems to work but one thing we know doesn't work is prayer and unfortunately, yeah. we have another sordid and very sad tale of a couple who was originally accused of manslaughter, but convicted. 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 They were put on probation for up to 10 a years. A slap on the wrist for killing their kid because they believe that prayer could heal their children, their child. In 2009, Herbert and Catherine Shabel. I guess that's how you say their name. Close enough. They're fundamentalist Christians who have decided to issue all sorts of medical... Goodness. Yeah. (laughs) They're members of the first century gospel church. A very small church. In 2010, they were convicted of involuntary manslaughter and child endangerment for the death of their two-year-old son, Kent. And they were each sentenced to 10 years probation... And part of their probation requirements were to arrange medical examinations, consult with a doctor when a child was sick, and follow treatment recommendations from a doctor. Not from their preacher, not from their priest, not from whoever stands in front of their pulpit and says, prayer. Yeah, the latest child was named Brandon, and he was eight months old. And he... So they were allowed to procreate. Well, it gets better. He was suffering from diarrhea and breathing problems under the, as as Donna said, under the conditions of their probation. They did bring Brandon to a pediatrician when he was first born, but when he started having these other problems, they just prayed for him. And the judge has said to them that you have violated your probation. I hope that he's throwing their asses in jail. Well, they're going to hold off on on deciding to prosecute (sighs) until the autopsy comes in. So this story came out a couple days ago, so they haven't done the autopsy on the kid yet to prove, I would assume, that it's a diagnosable disease. Right. But it shouldn't matter because they didn't bring it to the doctor. Yes, they have definitely violated the parole, but whether or not they're going to be charged for a second murder involving manslaughter is what they're deciding right now. When I first read this, there was no talk of the diarrhea and everything else. I was willing to give them that 1% of consideration of the child is over two months, but under a year, it could be sudden infant death syndrome. I was willing to go, okay, now that you have brought the rest of the details to my attention, fucking fry them. Sorry. Throw them in jail. Throw away the key. They do not deserve to be parents. There are people out there who would make great parents and would love to have these kids and would... Oh, I don't know. Take them to a damn doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, the prosecutors said that they kind of wanted the couple jailed until the autopsy was done, but they decided to just allow them out on on their own recognizance. Well, mainly because they're a danger to their children, but not to society. society. And that I completely understand and agree with, especially for the fact that this is the it gets better part. There are seven other children have been put in foster care now. Oh, good. They, Hopefully good foster So care. this means with the two children who have died, they have had nine children. Mm-hmm. I am 
desperately worried about those children and what they have learned already to say, no, medicine will not help, despite the fact that little Brandon and the other child, Kent, Kent, have died. And I'm sure some of these children remember these babies suffering and thinking the reason why these children died was mommy and daddy didn't pray hard enough. Or I had an impure thought about my math teacher so uh, that meant our entire well, family was punished by God because we d- we weren't pure enough. I'm willing to bet that these, just as a side note to that, these children are probably homeschooled. These children are probably not getting proper education. They're probably not getting we don't know proper for sure. Healthcare. That's yeah. why I'm saying probably. I'm. <laughs> You're just asking questions. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's a fine line to walk between making accusations and making educated guesses. Yeah, but this is an educated yeah. guess based on th- on the past veracity of it's, their belief. I would not be surprised if everything Donna just said was one hundred percent correct. But we don't know. I just want to see these other children taken care of. I mean, if you, you were know, an evil overlord, that would mean a completely different thing than what you're saying. I would love to be an evil overlord. <laughs> I'd like these kids to be taken, taken care of. <laughs> I just hope, yeah, I, I think Donna, what really she meant was that as that soon they as they taken care of, that as yeah. soon as they got to the foster parents, the first thing that the foster parents did is said, okay, we're all going to the doctor. Yeah. Right. I don't care if you don't feel sniffly. We're all going. We're having you all checked for everything. We are double checking that you are not dying right now. Right. Considering the fact that they have issued medical care, they've probably issued vaccinations. I'm hoping that these kids are getting up to date on their vaccinations, getting their eyes checked, teeth checked, heart checked, toes checked. Hopefully but, they'll get their HPV jab, and that means they won't get genital warts. Meh. But uh, leaving that for just uh, for moving on for a moment, a good thing about skepticism oh we're doing the positive sandwich thing where we have a a good thing of the hpv a negative thing of the faith healers and then another good thing so that's right it's like a skeptic oreo yes except except unfortunately the 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 filling is not well i like chocolate more than vanilla anyway Okay, look, always look on the bright side of life. Millionaire businessman james mccormick oh and thanks to richard honest for bringing this to our attention so James McCormick, he had an advanced detection equipment device, which is a golf ball finder, and sold it for $40,000 each to Iraq, Georgia, Saudi Arabia, and Niger. Yeah, there's a great picture on the guardian.co.uk website of what this thing looked like, where you had this little card reader thing with a wire that leads to a handle with a basically a little swivel hinge on it that has a aerial antenna. Yeah, it's a dowsing rod. Yes, is a, a, exactly. And I remember hearing stories about this and reading stories and maybe talking about it on our show as well of you would yeah. slide a card into this card reader thing that supposedly we had a picture of the item, but it didn't have any electronics at all involved. And the guy said that the next uh, generation was going to have a light. Exactly. I remember this guy. <laughs> So it yeah, was... made made millions of pounds on this. He finally was convicted this week, and punishment will come down in the next week or so. Yeah. I hope they throw the book at him. Yeah, there we go. I hope they throw the book at him. Because he, he can face jail time. Yeah, and which... as well he should, because his devices literally cost lives. 
people are dead and wounded because of these devices. And unfortunately, these devices are still used and still believed in, still believed yes. to work in many of these places because, one, probably the education is not particularly high amongst some of the users. But also the generals or whatever in charge had a personal investment in, I chose to use this, so yes. there's a bit of a cognitive dissonance of, I'm not going to think that I was stupid, so these must work. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of money down the drain. A lot of guys. magical thinking. A lot yep. of... So let's hope they can get their money back. Maybe. Plus, plus a little bit more to um, give Come. to the families. And a big shout out for this victory goes to the James Randi Educational yeah. Foundation, because they have been pushing about these issues for years and I think they were part of one of the big exposés about this, which inexorably led to this guy getting arrested and convicted. And hopefully other governments who are looking at devices similar to this or other wooey, not very scientific devices or techniques or whatever are going to think twice about doing business with these things and also other businesses who are trying to sell these kind of things may want to think, you know what, it may be cheap and easy and I can produce this thing for five bucks and sell it for 40000 but people are paying attention now. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. So yay. Yay, science. Yes. Science good. Science good. Fire good. No, fire bad. <laughs> fire bad. Speaking about fire. Well, hey, it depends. <laughs> if we're roasting delicious, delicious meats over it, then fire is very, very good. And marshmallows. Yes. And mm. with chocolate. Mm-hmm. And graham cracker. Yeah. yeah it gives you oh, my God, we just invented the s'more. We already have a name for it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> word. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know, but, but fire could be bad, like, if it burns down your house. Fortunately, a lot of people have insurance. Speaking about insurance... Yes. <laughs> Scottish company Jacobite Cruises, who does daily excursions onto Loch Ness for sightseeing and, and stuff like that. They own three vessels, which they carry some like 10,000 people annually on little trips around the, the Loch Ness to see what's there. But most likely, people are going there to try to see if they can see Nessie. Well, one of the fun things that they... who's what? Nessie the Loch Ness Monster. Hmm. Never Sounds heard friendly. It? Yes. It just so happens that approximately on the 80th anniversary of one of the first modern sightings of the Loch Ness Monster, which happened in 1933, this company, Jacobite Cruises, which happens to make most of its money on the tourist industry around Nessie, took out a six-figure insurance policy on their boats to say, if one of our boats gets damaged by the Loch Ness Monster, we're going to get a, a six-figure payout. Not a bad idea if you think it's real. It's it's a way to say to bring people in, saying we believe this is real. Consequently, you should believe that it's real. Come on our tour because we are insured. And in addition, it's also a publicity stunt to say Publi we have we have insured our company to Loch Ness, so it's to get people to pay attention to them, bring more people to the, the area. And so that just, just recently silly. that they uh, insured it. Yeah. Or, uh, okay. The the news story was from April 24th, 2013. <laughs> so you'd think they would have insured it a while ago. Yeah. Now, it's in, it's in a small website, the InvernessCurierCo.uk. I couldn't find this on any other websites. <laughs> so take it with a bit of grain of salt. It could conceivably be satire, but I don't think so. But regardless, it's advertisement for the company. It's just furthering the credulity of these 
lost creature expeditions <laughs> and ghost tours. Yeah. You know, you always have stories in the news of, oh, someone else saw a ghost in this place. Well, oh, it just so happens that the house that was running these tours, oh, their just business has been down lately. But all of a sudden, someone saw a ghost. And there's a news story about it. Isn't that wonderful? The, the, the crying yeah. Mother Marys and everything. Basically yeah. scams. I believe I have crossed the line in the story from skeptical to cynical. <laughs> but considering yeah. there hasn't been an actual sighting of Nessie, or Bigfoot for that matter, since... And there's a whole fucking TV show about not finding Bigfoot. So <laughs> I think it's off the air now. Oh, good. <laughs> we just couldn't find the sucker. But speak about credulity... Um, it's cor- science. It's science. Cor- it came from Cornell. Exactly. So Cornell launched a website that allows a person to upload a picture of themselves. They use a computer program that takes the shape of the face and myriad calculations of where the eyes are and compared to the nose and the shape and everything. It's and a it's, whole lot of don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain kind yeah. of Because I'm about to go, oh, shit. But they say, oh, it it's supposed to come up with your name or close to your name. And according to the article I read, and actually, unfortunately, I, I couldn't find the get to the research paper itself, but according to the press release, it has a 24% chance of guessing your name properly. We did our own little experiment on this, and no. Yeah, so I, I tried it. I, I found this last week, and so I uploaded it. And the names that came up that I might be called, with a brand new picture of myself, by the way, not like an older picture. And I just ran this for all three of us with a picture of all three of us from the Reason Rally last oh, year. okay. So we can kind of compare what you got a week ago with a recent picture and a year ago's picture, see if they're at... At all similar, oh, okay. so go ahead with yours. All right, so in order it goes, uh, I, I received Mike, David, Sergio, Jonathan, and Mark with a C. Huh, okay, well, the picture of us from the Reason Rally predicted Chris, Rick, Mike, Aaron, or John. For so all your three of us? For, no, for you. Oh, for me. So each, you're Mike, because it's the only name it had in common. So I'm a Mike. Okay. And I, I ran this with actually two different pictures of me. One, the picture of all three of us, which for me uh, said Rick, Jason, Tony, Chris, or Sergio. But yeah, I'll also, fight you for Sergio. But an uh, individual picture of me from earlier this year um, had Mike, Ivan, Jeff, Jesse, or Steven. So you're a Mike. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, it's a very common name, but yeah. I have a feeling that... Did it say in the article how many names they had in their database? They didn't. They didn't say it precisely it seems how many. Really, but... really short. If Mike keeps coming yeah, up, and it wasn't. It wasn't Sergio a lot. keeps coming up. It well, wasn't a I lot mean, of names. Mike is one of the most common names in the past twenty years for men. Right. So I mean, that's obviously. I think that they're just throwing it in there, going, um. Mike, yeah. Okay, so with Mike being such a common and popular male name, that explains the results I got from you, Donna, of the picture of the three of us from the Reason Rally, which were Brandon, Chris, Tyler, Rick, or Aaron. I have a feeling that this database only has male names. Yeah, and it does say um, there's only 100 model names. (laughs) I mean, you could just put in so many other names that... Oh, but no, those were names that were based on models. So 
all of the mics in the world must have something between our face. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> as well I, as the Sergio's. I guess the last thing I want to say is, until we get into the full snark on this or we move on to something else is I ran a picture of someone who's very famous through this. And that, that was one of the questions I had is if they put some famous pictures or whether it was just based on students name because Sergio is not really. Yeah. So I ran one of the most popular pictures of Richard Dawkins. He's sitting in a garden and his head is thoughtfully tilted to one side <laughs> and he's got a lovely little smirk on his face. So three names came up, Jim, Rick, Sergio again, which are all kind of like, okay, well, whatever. But the the other two names just made me laugh out loud as soon as I saw them, considering our results, Gary. Huh. The other two names on the Richard Dawkins list, Greg and Gary. <laughs> <laughs> so... So either hold on, hold on. Let we, me let me let either me give we this... have facial features that are similar to Richard Dawkins or we don't look like Greg's or Gary's. I was gonna say, so Richard Dawkins is a Greg or a Gary, but you two are Mike and Sergio. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but no, he's not Richard. <laughs> and you would think Richard would be a common enough name, or at least Dick would get listed there somewhere, yeah, or Rich or something. <laughs> really? So, so Gary was modeled. Yes, Gary and Greg were modeled, <laughs> but we, you, Gary and I, are not model Gregs or Garys. Well, you know what? I'm just upset because it's a sexist website. It's it's just starting. They they only had a hundred names. I mean, give them. They, it's uh, just a graduate program. No, they did. You and said, how many how many engineer females do you? Know? <laughs> okay, actually, that's a sexist comment. <laughs> yes, and actually, I know several. <laughs> yeah, so do I. But but generally speaking. At the moment, males outweigh the females in engineering. Outweigh today. and outnumber. <laughs> I'm still like, saying it's sexist because I mean they could have put in a, a female aggregator or something, you know. Right, that... but they, but then they would have had the model of female. And would you go with an engineer saying, "Hey, we want to come to my lab. We want to take lots of pictures of you, model your face." <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Carrie Byron doing it to get your butt all. Oh. Over the internet. Okay, what? Go ahead. <laughs> that's your shutdown conversation. Well, that's why we have you on the show, Gary. Yay! So, Gary, w were you able to read anything about this website to say, had they run it and done any kind of statistical tests on how often it worked? Uh, yes. According to them, based on the hundred commonest first names that they have modeled. Not the first communist names but no, the most, most commonest common. Com most common first communist. names Com communist. Communist. <laughs> okay that's the new t-shirt communist so between uh, 100 names and thousands of faces they say that their algorithm is correct more than four times as often as random chance and yet on our brief study of uh, six faces yeah but we are the two pictures of me are the same face, right? But they're different pictures. Okay, so five. Okay, fine. It didn't get. It got zilch. So in other words, except for somehow it got our names in the Richard <laughs> face. But that's just that's just counting that as a hit, which it's not. I wonder if the twenty four thousand or twenty four hundred pictures that they ran through this thousands. to see if They're it just worked the thousands. It said, "Did they were these pictures of people who only 
who matched one of those 100 names. Oh, that's a good question. So Probably. if if the name Wally was on the list, did they use the picture of someone who was actually named Wally? Well, right. Or, you know, if Norman was not on the list, did they use a Norman on the list to say what did one, it give One it presumes back? that they that they did because they modeled the faces after the names. Mm. So in other words, my, my Gary has a model that should be a Gary face. One of the things that they do have is after you get your results, they ask, is it correct? And then put your name in. And so I did that. So now I'm listed as a Gary. Now I haven't rerun it huh. with, with the same picture to see if Gary comes up again. <laughs> well, I've run, rerun it since you did. Right, but not on the same picture that I uploaded. Good point. Probably they didn't go – they're not constantly updating this algorithm because it's, it's a research paper. and they're probably... <laughs> Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm looking at the dee, 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 breaking, news. breaking news. I am looking at the abstract at the paper right now, and they do have female female names. They do have females: Alejandra, Heather, and then it goes to Ethan. It looks like they're looking at eyes and comparing the eyes, and they make a composite of the portions of the face. So it's called, it's like fuzzy logic. Yeah, so what they did is they assembled a large data set by taking images and tags from Flickr. And then they ranked the names from the Social Security Administration database of the top 100 names. So the top names for males and females were found. Huh. So it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of a cool thing, but the fact is that names do not necessarily affect your face. It can affect the way you carry yourself if everyone's yeah. calling you, you know, oh, you're beautiful or you're a dumbass. It's like when you're dating someone long enough, sometimes people say, oh, you're starting to look alike or something like that, where more it's, like you said, how you're carrying yourself or mannerisms, or you may use the same phrase because you're just hanging around each other so often, that makes you seem more similar than your appearance really is. It's a lot of reading into it with, you know, names are just a label. Yeah. Exactly. A rose by any other name is still a thing. It still smell. Yes. I think that's right. It's just something like that. I've so been they, a long time since I read Shakespeare. So I understand in one way the purpose of doing this is to work on the background to it, so to work on the programming of it, to work on the fuzzy logic and the database. But the overall the, – the basic idea behind this is just – Stupid. Yeah, it's not – Nonsensical. It's, 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 it's not exact nonsensical. It's not science. It, it's basically counting the bumps on your head. Or tarot cards or reading someone's butt. Yeah. It's pseudoscience. So kudos on them for, for doing it. It's a good good laugh. It's but fun, but yeah. If they take the idea of guessing a name by the face seriously, um, Cornell has some deep problems. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, yeah, if one of you guys know them... Uh, Give us a call and tell tell us what you think because uh, I I don't see <laughs> I, I see I see this as a lark I see this as doing something going oh wouldn't this be hilarious try and do that and, and the, then this, it gets well, picked up and published and it yeah. would be an interesting thing to do to see if there actually was any sort of correlation yes but and they're going around the, uh, they're they're ass, saying backward yeah they're saying that they got better than random chance I can't see how. Because yeah. it's one of those things where, okay, you test homeopathy to see if it works, but its premise doesn't make sense, so it shouldn't work. Right. 
So it may just be statistical noise that has led to this result yeah. of just you, you – if you guess – okay, if you have 100 names and you guess five, you got a pretty good chance of getting close. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because exactly. you're guessing five times. Right. So if they get it four times better than random chess, but they're guessing five times, then that doesn't count. Tell you what. This is what I'm going to do. I now have the paper. So as soon as I'm done with my work, which comes first, I'm going to read the paper. So this will be sometime in June. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. This Well, this will be in May. I'll read the paper, and I'll come back with an explanation of what, of what, what they did. Because there may be something behind it. Maybe. Or something else that we can still mock. <laughs> well, speaking of something else we can mock, yes. it's time for the Lightning Round! round! Yay! Lightning Round! Sorry, let me... Late-breaking news! So I'm just scanning the, the paper real quick, and there is a lot more behind this. I think that the, the name recognition thing is kind of the lark, although they it is a big part of the paper, first name prediction. But what they're also doing is they're guessing gender and they're guessing age. And so based on the age and the gender, what they've done is they're going back and saying what are the popular names from what the age that we guessed. Okay. So that's actually cool. So they have to guess the gender and the age. And then based on that, the favorite names of that time period, then they make the selection from that name. And and then there's some algorithm that allows them to look at the face and guess the name. So it may be that Donna doesn't look like a male. She just looks like a young boy. Could well be. I it's hard to don't say. I don't know if that's better or worse. Young. Young. Because <laughs> yeah. we know young boys often look like girls. Are genderless. <clears throat> this that's that's a lot better. <laughs> a lot less creepy. There is some other stuff going on behind here, but the primary portion of this paper is devoted to guessing the name based on the face. Which is just plain silly. Yeah. Okay. So it's still silly. But right. there's a little bit more behind the scenes that um, when at first glance we couldn't see, but right. if you delve more into it, oh, okay, there's something there. Exactly. And that's what you should do as a skeptical person, which means it's time for the lightning round! Lightning round! Okay, back to lightning round. Lightning round! Lightning. All right. So the lightning round is a fill-in-the-blank kind of quiz on what the news kind of stuff that's happened this week. And each person gets 90 seconds to guess as many fill-in-the-blanks as they can. And uh, we sum up the points, and whoever has the most points is queen of the podcast for this week. Yay! Yay. <laughs> wow, the enthusiasm from you two is just contagious. All right, well, who goes first? <laughs> Donna, would you like to go I'll first? I'll go first because I'm probably going to do horrible, so. You always say that. You need to stop saying that. Be didn't that word. Confident? Sure. So, Gary, you got your timer ready? It is ready. I am going to start with Donna, and let's go. An international team of researchers sequenced the genome of the blank and found it's not a likely a direct ancestor of... Silcanth or Silcanth? Celia Canth, close enough. A Cleveland area woman, Marshalla Davis, says she couldn't have made up the cell phone picture she took where it appears there are two 70s era ghosts in the background because... 
Because she's non-technological or whatever. That she doesn't know how to use cell phone apps that allow you to alter photographs. Uh, a newly discovered temple in the uh, Valley of Ocaxa, Mexico. Oaxaca. Oaxaca, Mexico, reveals remains that hint at blank. Uh, human sacrifice. I can't think about that. A new study of blank use amongst cancer patients found that blank users do not have better survival and in some cases... Alternative therapies. Yes, had worse out, out survival things. <laughs> um... <laughs> UK Conservative MP uh, Sarah Wollaston is calling on blank governing bodies to make it clear to parents that their remedies will not protect children from measles. They're homeopathic. In the latest example of Poe's Law, many were fooled by the Daily Current's headline that said that blank called for the invasion of the Czech Republic because of the Boston bombings. Uh, Twitter. I know who. Sarah Palin. Oh, Sarah Palin? Oh. Health officials at the CDC are reporting that food poisonings from blank related related bacteria are up 14% over the last five years. Salmonella? Um, Well, it's from not properly washing and all of that jazz. Proper, improper food food handling. Food poisoning. Food poisoning. Dairy and poultry, yes. Yeah, salmonella. So with a little bit of finagling there at the end, you got six right and one wrong. See, you got the same one wrong. Exactly. Yes. Well, I just remember the headline about it's Chechnya, not Czechoslovakia. Yes. Or Czech Republic, I should say. All right, Gary, you ready? I'm going to do great. I'm going to do swell. No, you're not. Hmm. Ready to begin, though? Yes. Okay. Sociologist Tim Wadsworth examined 15,000 responses to the general social survey and found that people who reported having sex regularly were more likely to re- report a higher level of blank. Uh, it's a happiness. Yes. A Reddit post of a picture claiming that tire tracks of either the Spirit or Opportunity rover drew out a large picture of a blank led to a surge of traffic that crashed the NASA webpage. Penis! Um, a captioning error at a Texas television station last week named Blank as one of the Boston bomber suspects. Oh, uh, Zoe Dashnell. And that was Dallas. A new Android app called the App of Icelanders will sound a blank alarm based on information from the Book of Icelanders database. Uh, a uh, incest alarm. Yep. Using this scaffold and stem cell method, scientists were able to lab grow and transplant a working blank in a rat. A kidney? Mount Sinai's Hospital World Trade Center Health Program found that 9-11 responders have a higher, a 15% higher rate of blank. Uh, lung cancer. Cancer, thyroid, prostate, blood cancers, but cancer. Cancer. Uh, Researchers at Texas Christian University Fort Worth found that subjects who were offered a menu that showed the number of blank from food were more likely to choose healthier options. Uh, 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 Dead animals? Minutes it would take at a brisk walk to work off the calories consumed. Humble Texas teacher uh, Esther Irene Stokes, defense for being accused of touching a seven-year-old girl on her private parts, is that she would never do that because... She's racist. racist. (laughs) And she doesn't like touching black children, period. Yes. 
Welcome to Texas. So with that one under the wire, Gary had seven correct and one wrong. Woohoo! I believe that makes you queen of the podcast, Gary. Here he comes, Miss America. Now I do have some questions left if one of you would like to quiz me. Okay, so you will begin... After the first question. After the first question. Okay. Here we go. Ready, Greg? Yes. A new study by Australian researchers who looked at obituaries in the New York Times found that sports stars and creative artists tend to... Die young. Often from accidents and cancer. Five high school students in Indonesia were expelled and threatened with juvenile detention after they tainted religion by recording themselves... Dancing to a Maroon 5 song. Texas State Bill SB 766, also known as the Volunteer Firefighters Protection Bill, will explicitly bar any state agency from requiring volunteer firefighters to be trained. That doesn't make any sense. A Cornell University website from the Advanced Multimedia Processing Lab demos essentially blah, 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 blah. Uh, the face recognition into names. Exactly. Scientists announced this week the discovery of three Kepler-discovered planets that are blank. Uh, likely habitable planets. No. Outside the solar system. While Thursday's pink full moon won't actually be that color, observers in Europe, Africa, or much of Asia will be able to see a lunar eclipse. That... That's the shadow of the Earth over the moon. <clears throat> exactly. A new documentary premiered this week claims to have evidence in a six-inch blank found in Chile. Human-like body. Mummified human-like body. Oklahoma State Representative Dennis Johnson apologized for using the phrase blank by follow-up with their good small businessmen as well, end quote. Well, let's chew them down on the price. Yeah, they might chew me down on the price. That's all we got, but you got Five eight. seconds left. So, two, one. So, I, there you go. You got eight right. Eight of the questions that I wrote today. Yes. So... <laughs> Gary, you're still queen Miss of the podcast. Misspellings and all. <laughs> okay, what did I misspell? A premiere for one. Oh, okay. Maybe left that an E. M- maybe it was the British version. No, you no. left that an E. <laughs> <laughs> it was premiere, I think. I think okay. you, just, you transposed. Yeah. Here's your iPhone back. Oh, thank you. You can you can, you can frame that eight right. I think you've done better. No, because it has a ad for a certain drugstore at the top, and you know we're only going to be sponsored by AdamandEve.com. There we go. Yeah, but you might need that drugstore for AdamandEve.com. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> thanks for joining me this week. I have no idea what just happened. If you like us, so leave a review on iTunes or wherever. Send us email at skepticwire at gmail.com. Join us on Twitter, The Skeptic Wire, uh, or Facebook. Facebook. Like us us on Facebook. We do a lot of activity on Facebook, which is sharing articles back and forth of what we find interesting this week. Yeah, and if you have something to share, please share it with us. Yeah, and uh, you can find me on Google+. You can find me on Google+. Oscar Long. I'm technically on Google+. Yeah, and so is Skeptic Wire, but we haven't posted anything there in a while. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, yeah, we'll talk with you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Sergio. Bye, Sergio. Bye, Mike. Bye. Bye, Gary Greg Dawkins.
<laughs> oh well, okay. Well, the the number one answer for Donna was Brand- Brandon. So bye, Brandon. Bye. Brandon. <laughs> the Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to the Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. Well then, hello! Gary's getting naked. Now, 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 now. It's a chick wow. 107th. I don't even know why. No, I can't see that. Just taking my jacket off, everybody. Yeah, this got creepy quickly. Yeah. Maybe it, we should start over. Yeah. I'll put I'll put my jacket on the back of the chair now. Like Fonzie. Yay. Hey. It's going to put, yo, jump in the shark. Science. Science. One more sneeze and we call you contagious and we banish you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to use the... um, This person is... I keep... uh, Having edited for the last couple weeks, I notice every time I go before I talk. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it's easy to cut out, but fuck. It's annoying. And every time we say, you know... Mm -hmm. And the fact is, Mm -hmm. I have caught that in NPR stories. Mm -hmm. It's become the modern like... Wow. Okay. I I feel your pain. <laughs> I know you do. Fuck you, Donna. Um, I know somebody might have a problem with that, but you know. Me. No, I wasn't thinking of you. Exactly. There's well, hope. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was I was bored last week. I rewatched Dumb and Dumber, so unfortunately that phrase was stuck in my head. Okay, I'm I'm making a vote that we kick him off the island for watching that movie. <laughs> well, I mean, at least it was the first one, and it did have some moments in it, the, as opposed to the dumber er. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't make it through that movie. I don't really remember anything. About yeah. It. <laughs> Though I think even worse than that was the. Um, What's the hell is his name? Jamie, not Jamie Kennedy, is it? Uh, Son of the Mask. I didn't make it through oh, that one either. Oh, I, I it was absolutely horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Okay. I watched Inframan the other night because I couldn't sleep. Do you remember Inframan from 1980s? It was the Chinese version of Ultraman that was on a super low budget. Hilariously bad. So bad that it's funny. So Except you like, have to skip all the, the fight scenes. Kind of like really the bad. 80s version of the Fantastic Four uh, no, like the Power Rangers, only with one Power Ranger. <laughs> no, I mean bad in its special effects. Oh, no. I, there, there were, yeah. when you say special effects, we're talking 80s special yeah. effects. Yeah. Same thing it's here. Sort of Star like, Trek, have Star you Trek seen, the... Have you seen the movie Machine Girl? Yes. Yeah. It, oh, no, 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 not Machine Girl, Tank Girl is what I'm thinking. No, you go see Machine Girl, it's on <laughs> Netflix. Bad special effects, like she... Gets her arm like dipped in um, tempura sauce and then deep fried, and it looks like um, 
insulation's just been wrapped around her arm. And apparently everybody in Japan has high blood pressure because when limbs get chopped off, blood just goes... Absolutely. (laughs) Like, I mean, out for like 20 feet. It's so cool. Well, I I just want to point out the the one funny thing I saw in, in this film was one of the, the guys is getting beaten up by a, a monster tentacle, and he gets thrown across the science lab. And yes, it's a science lab. They make sure it's a Did science. It's a science center. So it's a generic lab. science lab. Yeah. So they have and, a sign that says science lab. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no science. And then I can read it. They've got a beaker. And so he gets flipped over on his back, and so basically, effectively, his crotch is in the camera. And in that scene, apparently... His costume pants ripped, and so there's a couple of holes just right there facing the screen. Fortunately, he's wearing underwear as far as... <laughs> but hilarious. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, birthdays. <laughs> it's convenient that this person's birthday, whose birthday it is to... <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> This person's birthday, whose birthday it is today, who happens to be in the same day that we're just talking, which is today, who's his birthday. That Sky Atlas film kind Cloud of... Atlas. Cloud Atlas. thank you. Well, it Which was a fantastic film. I'm just saying. I was going to say, it didn't, it, it, as, as box office-wise, it wasn't particularly memorable, so I, I forgot its name. It's a great film. I actually highly recommend it. You're getting paid by them, aren't you? I wish I Big was... Big getting... film... <laughs> Big film assist. I mean, there's more souls around now than there were back then. Like to the tune of seven billion versus what, maybe ten million, twenty million people yeah. in the entire world back then. So it could be that all of the souls back then split, and so there could be a whole bunch of people who were Cleopatra. Like someone was their her toe. So what you're saying is, is that Cleopatra practiced Horcruxes? Yeah. Well, if you follow Babylon 5, we have been stealing souls from Mimbari. Hmm. The, the Mimbari isn't... That's the research center out in Monterey Bay. No. No. Yes. Mimbari, Monterey Bay Aquatic Research Institute. Mimbari. Okay, this conversation is going nowhere. <laughs> I vote we I vote we vote you out of the island for not knowing a obscure Babylon Five reference. So there, Donna. I don't even know if that conversation was part of something that we're cutting from the episode already. But yeah. gosh but, darn it, but, I'm uh, I'm angry. That, means, that I means I can go home and sleep. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I don't. I'll, I'll be voted off the island tonight. Add your rating on five four category. You can add your rating on four category. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. They can add their rating on four categories. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, four. But I I couldn't get the words out. <clears throat> you have a frog in your throat? I was going to say something about... Never mind. <laughs> Better not said. That damn Kermit. Oh, Kirby! <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> la, 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 Elma likes to watch. <laughs> Back off! I just had a frog on my throat! <laughs> now you're going to have our listeners wondering if Miss Piggy swallows. Okay. <laughs>
<clears throat> That's a debate I, for another podcast. <laughs> I don't think they had very many swallows on. Uh... No, I don't think so. Just chickens. Chickens. Yeah. <laughs> that was Gonzo. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't. It wasn't bestiality. It was interspecies erotica, fucko. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You can Except it was not be fucked <laughs> <laughs> it was bestiality for the humans who had their hands up the fucking butts. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I thought that needed to be cleared up. I mean, is Grover naked? <laughs> who thinks of who thinks of Papa as naked? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm done. I have my eyes closed because I can't look at you right now. I should do that more often. <laughs> He's the official national teacher of the year. Sweet. Cool. We Yay, like science. We like science and we like teachers <laughs> on this show. Shut uh, <laughs> up. Just, just, just move on. Okay. We like teachers. We like science. <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> Certain as I get any better, uh, but speaking about science, and on the Web of Trust site that will bring it to, and on the Web of Trust, yeah. and and a big, a big, 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 <laughs> and a big shout out for this uh, victory. Ready to begin though? Yes. Okay. Social. Sociologist, fucking crap, damn, motherfucking puss bucket. Sociologist, Tim, um, a Scottish company, Jacobite, uh, is Jacobite? Jacobite? Jacobite isn't, isn't that? I don't know. That sounds like a creepy jackalope. Yeah, disease. Yeah, okay. it sounds like was... something um, that they they do in prison. I'll throw you down with the Jacobites. You don't want me <laughs> down with them, do you? They're hardly human. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> the Scottish company Jacobite Cruises, which runs daily cruises in Loch Ness, uh, sightsuing. Sightsuing. <laughs> I see you, then I sue you. <laughs> I hate this place. It's so beautiful. This makes me mad. I am offended. Sue them. <laughs> God damn it. And I was doing so Mediocre. <laughs> that was an odd... Science! Thing.